everyone, and welcome to episode 329 of Good Luck High Five. That's right. You're listening to a podcast that's for you if you play Magic the Gathering, whether you're sitting at home playing some arena, you're heading out to your local game store to play with friends or an FNM, or you're just enjoying the moment right now where Aww, you're listening to this. That would be so nice. Yeah. Yeah, we're here for you. I'm one of your hosts, Maria. I'm another one of your hosts, Megan. And on today's show, we are going to get deep into War of the Spark. That's right. Because I'm back. Yes, Maria was in Wales. Greg was me last week. Yes, that's true. And now I've morphed back into myself. Yes. Greg was also an elf who went on an adventure. Wow, that's so cool, Greg. It was it was a lot of fun. I mean, I was an elf who went on an adventure you in were Wales. Also, <laughs> Maria was also an elf who was on an adventure. But while I was gone, I didn't get to play much War of the spark so like yeah. now i'm just getting back into it and wow is it a lot to take in i'm here and i've been drafting it seems I've been drafting awesome. up a storm i woke up at 5 30 this morning because i don't know how to handle jet lag yeah. and started drafting my little pants off wow <laughs> i'm excited to hear about what you've drafted yeah it's not it's not pretty <laughs> oh, okay to be fair it's a learning curve but more on that later. Yes. Yeah, so War of the Spark Draft, we're also going to talk about some spicy new stuff going on in Standard. Yes. If you're like, or is it spicy? I'm so bored. Are you still going to be bored? Or are you not going to be question. bored? We'll tell you. We will. And we're going to talk about the MPL because Megan and I are both correspondents for the MPL. That's right. There is now a weekly footage of MPL matches that yeah. plays on Saturday. Uh, and we, you know, we look through a lot of more footage. Yes, we do. We watch it all. We watch it all. And we pick out the highlights for you. But what that means is we've kind of got the inside info on what's going on with the MPL. Yeah. And this week... <laughs> There has been quite a lot of news that doesn't yes. revolve around just the games they're playing. No. So we're going to get into that as well. But before we do any of that, mm -hmm. big shout out to everybody who supports us on Patreon.com slash GLHF Magic. Yes. To everyone who is a patron of the podcast, thank you a million times over, a million billion times over, a trillion fillion times a over. A quark times over. Yes. Wait. Isn't that just a small unit of measurement and not like a large number? A quark is a thing. Yeah, I know it's a thing, but I was thinking, I think a quark is like the smallest thing that we can see and not like what I was trying to say, which was the biggest number. Like I should have said a Google. Yeah. Uh, yes. A Google is big. <laughs> so I just replaced the biggest thing with the smallest thing, yes. completely invalidating our point. <laughs> I feel like maybe now they know smaller things than quarks. They probably do. Did you know that there are up quarks and down quarks? I mean, I feel like I'm on an up quark today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really glad to hear it. Yeah, I Good. mean, back on my own time schedule, you I know. I hope that we're all on an up quark today. <laughs> Even though I woke up at 5.30. Yeah, I mean, there's they're discovering smaller and smaller things all the time. Yeah. The beauty of science. Yes. One day they'll discover the smallest thing was themselves. Wow. Sorry, that's... Wow. <laughs> I feel like we were just the really hurtful to scientists. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Oh, I still like remember me metaphorical in the universe. Do you know what I'm yeah. saying? Anyway, when they found the the Higgs boson. Oh yeah, that was. Pretty I remember cool. that. Yeah, it was very cool. Wow, modern science, everyone. Anyways, you're all like modern science. <laughs> you're a patron of this podcast in that you are amazing. That's true. That's so true. You're our large hadron collider. Yes, you're colliding your love with our show. And but you are not producing a black hole in the process. No, thank you so much for that. Yeah. By the way, do you know what happens to those tiny black holes? Where they go? They evaporate. Really? That's what the, that's the phrase that they used to describe it. Evaporate. Isn't that weird? <gasps> spooky. It is kind of spooky. Wow. 
I haven't thought about the fact that they're just making tiny black holes with that in a long time. Yeah, I want. I would try and put my finger in it before it evaporated. I think it's like it's like microscopic. <laughs> my microscopic finger. Shrink me down to cork size yeah. and shoot me into a black hole. <laughs> you see, I've been gone for so long that we're just we just need to get yeah. a lot of nonsense. Yes. up here at the top also, of the show. I just recently saw Avengers Endgame. Oh yeah. And I think it references that Ant-Man did something essentially like what you're describing yes. in a different film. <laughs> he did. He did. Also, in Ant-Man and the Wasp. If you all want to hear my, I'm going to give you my quick review of Avengers. Spoiler free. Spoiler free. It is obviously spoiler free. Okay. Um, I have not watched a lot of Marvel films. Yeah. Including Infinity War. So how was this for you? Um. So... Here's here's my biggest thing about it. Yeah. Is that like there's a lot of moments in it that feel like they're significant. But if you're you just understand like, the back. Content, I don't know why. But I don't. <laughs> so there will be like, yeah, there'll be like two people fair. who like look at each other significantly. And I'm like, I'm sure if I watched another movie, I would understand why this is happening right now. But as a person who does not. I'm like, why are these two people looking at each other significantly right now? Beautiful. It's got to be a whole different experience it from that really, seat. It really is. Um, the relevant films that I've seen yeah. um, are Iron Man 1. Okay. Which is <laughs> a thousand years ago. <laughs> I think I was literally in high school. <laughs> um, I did not. I don't know where Don Cheadle's character came from, but he seems oh, to have yeah. become very important he's, at some point in time. He's pretty new. He's pretty new. Okay. Um. I've seen the new Spider-Man. Okay, yeah. With the kid. Yep. Um, which is great. <laughs> yeah, it's very good. It's great. Not into the Spider-Verse, which I've also seen, but yeah. does not appear to be relevant to this film. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I've also seen, I've seen Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. 1 and 2. Okay. All right. So you're on that train. So that's... But no Thor? I have not seen any of the Thors. Oh, Okay. Um, I've, I heard Thor Ragnarok was good and oh, I, I meant to watch it. it for a very long time. Yeah. Thor Ragnarok is a plus. Um, so anyways, that's <laughs> all of the contextual information <laughs> I went in with. Incredible. I've never seen a Captain America film. Oh, wow. And he, you know, features quite he's, broadly he's in this very, film. Very, he's very <laughs> front and center. Um, but I was like, <laughs> you know, I know, I know who Robert Downey Jr. is. I really like Nebula as a character. Uh, yeah, Nebula. So I really like her. I appreciate her quite a bit. Yeah. Anyways, that's. I know that's what you were looking for in this podcast. Absolutely. Was a review of Endgame from someone who does not understand. I loved it. What is happening? I saw it in Wales, actually. Yeah. In a little theater that was built in like the 1920s. Oh. So it only had a couple screens. And something I didn't know was that we should start doing here in America is after the previews, a little kid, like I don't mean a little kid, I mean the people selling concessions, in this case happened to be a young man, put on like one of those old timey like candy selling things. Oh. Like he wore it, yeah. you know what I mean? And came out after the previews and sold ice cream in the theater. Oh my gosh. That was amazing. reality. They like yes. put down the curtain, he came out. And I was like, what is going on? And then people started getting up, bought ice cream from him, sat down, curtain goes up, movie starts. That's amazing. I know. That's incredible. <laughs> I was like, this is the best idea. Yes. That's a so, fantastic like, idea. It's another opportunity for you to sell your overpriced snacks, America. Why are yeah. we doing it? Why aren't you? Well, all of this is to say, thank you for becoming a patron. Of the <laughs> <podcast>. <laughs> 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 
Card Kingdom. We have yeah. to thank them too. You can head to cardkingdom.com yes. slash uh M wait, wait slash GLHF. I almost said our old podcast name. Wow. wow, my brain needs to get back into this. And um you can ask them for a sticker with your order. Uh yes. just say you wanted good luck at five sticker. Or tokens. They've got only a few left. I don't know if they're out <gasps> only yet. Only a few tokens? Yeah. Wow. So you might not be able to get one. We're gonna send them some more though. We're gonna send them some more. So Yeah. You know, you can ask for a token. They're a super great company. Fast shipping. They've got everything you need. Cards, yeah. singles, deck boxes, decks. Yes. Uh, and, they have battle decks that you can get in yeah. battle with your friends. I love them. Yeah. And boxes, including more of the spark, which we have this week Ooh. to be able to do some cool stuff with. So Sick unboxing. Thank you, Card Kingdom. Coming and thank you, way. all of our patrons and um, also, also Avengers and this week with war of the spark draft that's right i have had a great time um last week on stream we drafted a couple of decks some of them were horrendous train wrecks great i mean that's what you do at the yes. beginning of a format you don't know what you're oh, doing god they were just real bad i have done that this morning in fact at 5 30 a.m yeah. central time but my last two drafts have gone stellar. We went six one and six zero. Oh. So you figured it out, is what yeah. you're saying. I mean, and you're at here least to tell us two drafts. Okay, <laughs> we did. So something overall is that this format is wackadoo. Yes. To use a technical medical term. Yeah. And the the planeswalkers, the bombs are very yeah. bombing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I would when I first started playing and thought, oh, this is for sure a prince format, not a yes. popper format, is what we say when we say when we mean that rares and mythic rares matter yes. more so than commons and it stuff. It is certainly. Do you a think that's Prince true? format. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that was one of my first impressions. Yeah. That being said, so and that was definitely true of the first draft that we went six one in. Yeah. Um, we had a Gideon. Nice. Very nice. And an Oketra. Nice. And those those like especially Oketra, because <sighs> even if something happens <sighs> to her. She's just making doesn't matter. Four she just makes fours. four fours, and then she comes back if you deal with her. So like oh, whatever. It's just brutal. That card is brutal. I had to play against Oketra. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, or sometime I yeah. played against her, and all I could do was keep. I had cards that bounced the blue and the black for, yeah. and you can bounce something or kill a three three CMC or less yeah. or something like that. I kept oh, bouncing her tyrants. Tyrants. Scorn. Yeah, it's, that sounds right. But uh, that was the only way I could deal with her. And yeah. I didn't know what else to do because she just will win the game. And then I won the game with Ashiok. So oh, nice. I have, I'm going to say this up front. Here's my other quick take. I have lost more to Ashiok than any other card in really? this format. Absolutely. I have yet to cast or have cast against me in Ashiok. Oof, you'd, you're not going to like it. You get milled out way faster than you think you're going to. All right. 40 cards is not a lot. No. And like you think, oh, there's only so many activations, but cards to get your planeswalker back from the graveyard. Mm -hmm. People play that card all the time and proliferate means that all right. I have gotten milled several times yeah. already from Ashia. I will say proliferate has seemed very good. Oh, yes. Proliferate is like, in my mind, the standout of this set. I Yeah, I love it. Um, You can, whether you're proliferating, it can be creatures or it can be walkers. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you have good proliferate targets. The mechanic is so good for you. And you have to factor it in when you're playing against it as well, because you can't just say to yourself, oh, this planeswalker is now irrelevant because yeah. they're on one. No. Because they might not stay that way. Sometimes they're safer on the board and sometimes they're safer in, <laughs> in the, the yard. Garden. But a lot of times they're just not safe anywhere because yes. they can get them back. Like we just said, they can proliferate onto oh. them. This card, Watch Eugene's out. Conjurant. <laughs> yeah. What a spell. What a spell. What a creature. Um, this is, it's casting cost is X, uh, and it enters the battlefield with X plus one plus one counters on it. So already you have a creature that's just going to 
be big. Right? Keyword like, big. Keyword big. Scales because, of the game. Yeah. At three mana, you can just make a three three. And at five, you make a five five. Yes. And this is something that you proliferate onto. So this card has just been so good, especially because people will trade with it because the second part of it is that you prevent the damage that's dealt to it and you remove that many counters instead. Yeah. So people will like try and make it small by blocking and they just proliferate onto it again. No, it doesn't matter. It's absurd. Also remember, does not die to death touch. Oh yeah, your damage right. is prevented. I made that oh, mistake. Cool. Like I didn't attack into a death wow. puncher. Um, when you just can. So uh, that and then another card that I had. So in the like my first draft did feel rare heavy. Yeah, like it was solid outside of that. Like I had a bunch of like Thunder Drakes. Really like Thunder I Drake. like Thunder Drake too. Yeah, flying another third yeah. hot take. This is not hot at all, but like oh, flying, flying is. is- very good in this way format. better than it normally is and it yeah. normally is quite good to the point where that um two three silver wing whatever i'm playing it yep or the the one two even like Which the one, one two for one? two. Oh, that that has that pumps everybody no that's the one three war screecher which i've also won okay with and is very good uh the one in a blue for oh, a one okay. two okay that gets plus one plus all when you cast a non oh so sky theater strix yes um can you tell how good we are with these card names already? Ugh. This is what happens when there's no GP coverage. I know. <laughs> is honestly no. the reason that we are struggling a little bit here, which is kind of funny. But um, Okay, I'm trying to think. So uh, my here's my favorite walker. Okay, go for it. Kazmina. Oh, yeah, she's great. Kazmina is so good. So good. She just makes wizards. Just makes you creatures. She makes wizards and she draws you cards. And she lets you loot. And that's the same. It's like... It's one activation. You can just play her and be like, now I have a 2-2 wizard. Yeah. And they'll attack because they're like, oh, you have to chump with the wizard. And you're like, I, I don't, don't care. care. It was free. It was a free wizard. I got a free wizard on sale I got a free with my planeswalker. Um, if I play Kazmina on four and I know that they're, they don't have a good attacker, I just I feel like I'm so far ahead. Yeah. She's so good. Speaking of Kazmina, her transmutation, which changes something into base power and toughness 1-1. One, one, yeah. You've got to be very careful with this card in a world of a mass. Don't put it on an army. Or proliferate stuff. It just yeah, is it just not... gets quite big. It's going to turn out well for you. Um, also, so in my second draft, yes. which was, honestly, did not have a bunch of rares in it. Okay. Um, I wanted to say we first picked, like, Prison Realm, which is obviously yeah. great, but not busted. Flux Channeler was the you gotta tell me what this card does okay two and a blue uh for a human wizard it's a two two uh whenever you cast a non-creature spell proliferate oh okay sweet that sounds awesome yeah we just set up in this case i this draft was very good but i i had three copies of wanderers strike oh cool and then just like some that exiles like a eugene's conjurant yeah yeah um, and then a couple like thunder drakes and stuff like that. So it's just stuff that incidentally had counters. And then you blue you white. A, yeah. You have a flux channeler or two. Like there was a game where I had two of them out and I cast a wanderer oh strike. You yes! proliferate three times. Yes. It's so good. It felt like it was. Yeah. It felt so busted. That seems it was awesome. Incredible. I love I love spells matters decks. Yeah. And uh, I only played the red blue variant. So it's cool that you played it in white blue too. Yeah. And honestly, both of those drafts that we won were white blue. Wow. Okay. So white blue, I'm going to say white blue skies plus yeah. a little bit of spells. Yeah. 
strong usually in draft looks to be strong here as well yep I, it feels just like it has like this perfect combination of like you've got good removal yep in wanderers strikes and prison realm you have great walkers and kazmina oh, yeah. um and then you have great flyers all like, right sign me up the deck just is, feels super solid to me this morning, I drafted a real solid train wreck, which <laughs> revolved around me first picking, just for science, Karn. <laughs> which you might think, why did you do that? It does nothing. It does nothing. To my, to my answer being, science. I already said science yeah. is the reason. I have had um, three people cast Karn against me, <laughs> and none of them won that game. No, and why would you? It does nothing. But I tried. I was you like, tried. let me see if I can make this work. So I put as many artifacts as I saw. I drafted them. But it didn't turn out to ever be anything cool. But you tried, and that's what matters. I tried. I tried it. Um, I also uh, first picked, um, what were people, what was the nickname people were giving? Uh, uh, bloop, bloop, bloop. It amasses for you every upkeep. Oh, um, Better Blossom. Better Blossom, yeah. But it's not. It's Worse no, Blossom. No, it's Worse Blossom. <laughs> It is not as good by they a long stretch. They don't have flying. They don't have flying, and it's only one thing. It's just one thing. So if they deal with it somehow, you've got to start all over from one again. And meanwhile, you're losing life every turn. Yeah. I died to my own better blossom. It's not great. Yeah, no. I'm not into it. Me neither. But uh, I but I think it's pretty fun just because it seems very swingy. Yeah. And uh, like we said, it's a prince format, so that means it's probably going to be swingy. There are um, times when every once in a while, like your opponent will cast something and you're just like, oh, God, why? Like Eternal Skylord. Yeah. <laughs> or Finale of Revelation. Yeah. Although, actually, no, you say I've had people cast both of those against me. And you're like, whatever. Fine. Yeah. But it commenced the end game. I'm excited. I'm super excited to draft this some more so I can give you all some more solid thoughts on it um, on our stream, twitch.tv slash GLHF magic. I would say like my, my strongest opinion on it is that like, it's good to, I mean, it's a class. It is one where you want to read the signals because powerful cards are so important. Yeah. So you want to be setting yourself up to get past powerful cards. Because if you don't have the power, you don't have anything in this format. Exactly. Yeah, I think that's a good point. Like a 2-2 two, two for 2, what we call a barren magic, is not really going to be worth much of anything no, in this format, I would think. But if it's something that in any way, like proliferate is just so good, like we've already said. Yeah. If you can incidentally have counters in your deck... It just is great. And incidental amass as well. I yeah. have come to love. Oh, yeah. Like the Avon Eternal, the 2-2 two, two for two and a blue that amasses one. Great. That card is so good. Yeah. Even Lazatep Reaver, which is a 1-2 that amasses yes. one. Yes. That card is great. Put in the deck. Because it's so. It's just so important to be able to have that there for proliferate. Yeah. Or for more amass. Yeah. If you don't have it there, well, then you don't get any fun bonus. Exactly. So you might as well just make a 1-1. One, one. So you have something <laughs> there for later. You know what I mean? Yeah. Have you drafted the Charm Stray deck yet? I have not, but I want to so bad. Oh, it's so great. Oh, it's so cute. It's the cute. Look at little kits. I want to see one of these Japanese Planeswalker arts in the wild. Oh, yeah. They're very, they're very cool. I love the Sahili one so much. Yeah. She looks great. Sahili, that's a card. I played it in the blue-white deck that I yeah. was talking about because it had so many spells. Oh, yeah. Great in the deck with in spells. One. Yeah. My favorite Planeswalker, though, so far for sure is Sarkin because... Oh, Sarkin is so busted. <laughs> it's just stupid. It's just G to the G. You play yeah. it, give you other Planeswalkers flying, by the way. Yeah. Which I learned because I thought it was only him. No, no, it's all of them. Yeah. I need to build a standard deck around him. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you could. 
Also, I feel like so this second draft I want to maybe I'll put it online this week okay. so people can watch if they Yay. missed it. Um because there was a time a Johnny the Great Hearted one busted. Yo, give everything is, counters. Yes, give yeah. everything. What does it give counters? Everything. everything. Or gain three everything. life if you need, but like, you know, just whatever. gain just put the counters on things. There is a time in like one of our last games when our opponent had not had a great game one. I think they got stuck in on mana or something like that. And I was just like, they've been green white, and I was like, everyone, they have a Johnny. Like I feel it. <laughs> you knew it. I feel it in my heart. The our spidey sense has a Johnny. And they did. They did. They did. Wow, you yeah. called it. So. Sometimes you, I get very weird premonitions about very about inconsequential things. Like, for instance, that one there. And yeah. for instance, me the other day, I went to a Mother's Day thing, and I had a premonition that somebody there would also be wearing Rothy's. Oh. And then they were. Wow. <laughs> and I don't like that ever. That weird. I never see them. So, like, and also, why would I even think about that? Why would you? <laughs> but she came in, and she's like, I just saw your Rothy's. I have some, too. And I was just like, Ugh. By the way, that's a kind of shoe. Check it out. We don't have a discount yeah. code for you. Sorry. No, but sorry. We're we, just we like them. fans. <laughs> All right. We're here to talk about the MPL, Magic Pro League, and Standard. That's right. So as you might have heard, especially if you listen to the upkeep, yes. there were some shakeups in the MPL. <laughs> Oh boy, shakeups, blends, you know, it was, it put it in a, in a shaker. And <laughs> wow. Hey, is the MPL in your mom's kitchen covered this week? Because it sure seemed like some shake and bake. Yeah. Oh, there we go. I was trying to <laughs> go for a like. Four on Yeah. No, it was very bad. <laughs> I was going for like a, a, a drink shaker. Oh, like, I see. The bar. Like a shake weight. Yeah. <laughs> hey, is, hey. The, is the MPL a nine or 2000s? When did that a thing 90s? happen? Got it. When was the shake weight? It weight? feels like it should be a 90s invention, but I don't but it, think, it, think it, was. it was a 2000s. I think it was a 2000s invention. Is the MPL from the 2000s? Because it's a shake weight. <laughs> is the MPL something whose commercials made you feel slightly uncomfortable? Wait, it's a shake <laughs> weight. It's a shake weight. What we're trying to say is there was a lot of shakeups. Yes. Specifically today. Yes. Yuya Watanabe has been given a 30-month ban. Wow. Been kicked out of the MPL and out of the Hall of Fame. Yeah, so this is, of course, related to his, um, what was, I was going to say alleged cheating, but it was, I guess, um, approved. <laughs> what am I trying to say? I don't know. In the court of magic law, he was found guilty, yes. as far as anybody is concerned, with uh, cheating at uh, Mythic Championship in London for having mm -hmm. marked cards in his Tron deck. And yeah, you can see pictures of these marked cards too. I'll put some up here in the video. But um, yeah, it was a pretty big deal because yeah. of that 30 month ban, that means you're kicked out of the MPL because mm -hmm. as far as I know, the MPL does state that you can't have a have, ban, have be caught cheating or have some kind of infraction of that yeah. level. You'll get kicked out. And two, he's been ejected from the Hall of Fame. Wow. Rough. And this is like shocking news to a lot of people who, you know, never saw this coming, looked up to him yeah. for years. I mean, his resume is absolutely incredible. It's been really hard on a lot of people. And so it's just been a big blow uh, to the Magic community and to him, of course, now not being a member of the MPL. Yeah. That's opening up an MPL slot. But wait, there's more. Oh, you think that that's the only person leaving the MPL? You're wrong. Jerry Thompson has seen himself out. Yeah, so Jerry Thompson uh, was not DQ'd for quitting or anything like that. He just decided DQ'd to quit. DQ'd for kidding, quitting? What did I say? You just said DQ'd for quitting. 
Like you're DQ. You can't like, quit my tournament. I DQ. Like I quit, and they were like, "Before you can quit, we DQ you." <laughs> you can't fire me. I quit. Like, um, okay. Same situation. He, yeah. Yes, for cheating. No, he he decided to quit. Um, he had a l- lengthy statement on the w- website of his podcast called yes. the Game Podcast. Spelled G A M, but here we are. <laughs> That's how you say it. And uh, yeah, basically summed it up to say. He joined because after Worlds, you know, this past year, when did that happen? Yep, that was last year. Last year. Last Um, November. (laughs) Duh. September? October? Whatever month. Some month in Vegas. He protested by skipping out on the tournament the day of and wrote a big, you know, letter as to why he did that. Joined the MPL, said, I wanted to make positive change from the inside and found out that that wasn't going to be something that I thought was going to happen. So I'm going to quit. I don't know how I feel about someone being like, I thought that I could change an organization from the inside. Because you think it's impossible? I don't know that I think it's impossible. It just kind of feels like, I don't know. It feels like you're setting yourself up for this scenario. I mean, I, I definitely really questioned when he joined the MPL. Yeah, exactly. Like It seems like the level of unhappiness that he had displayed last year was so extreme was so extreme it's like why would you willingly tie yourself to an organization that you would set all of these things about yeah it was kind of weird i I get it like he he loves the game of magic so maybe you love the game enough that you're like i want to be able to do this but it still just feels like if you if you are that unhappy how how did you not anticipate continuing to be that unhappy yeah i don't know I don't know. He said he had two people who told him that um, he really should go for it. Yeah. And so he, well. he tried it out. Um, so turns out didn't work out the way he thought. He also had complaints about communication, about yeah. any number of things. You can read about them on yeah. his website. And um, so he, he's gone. And that left two slots open for the That's MPL right. after the first week of tournament play, by the wow. way. Wow. Um, so we have joining the MPL is Jess <laughs> Estefan. So Jess, of course, from Australia. She is the first woman to win a Grand Prix. Yeah. And she was top 16 at the Mythic Invitational. So great player joining the MPL. Very cool. And Savich, a very popular streamer, top four in the Mythic Invitational. Um, is joining the MPL too, which awesome. is kind of like wild because when I heard that, you know, about this stuff about yeah. Yuya, I was wondering who they were going to pick. Yeah. And the last time, you know, when Owen got kicked out of the MPL, <laughs> yeah, this is just which like, is just... this is just talking about it. Heads will roll. <laughs> it's like, the wow. The MPL is like, oh, what if in the most popular uh... TV shows of the recent decade, <laughs> and they're like that. the ones where people... <laughs> die <laughs> so he got he got kicked out and then so i was like who's gonna replace him and it was autumn burchett which made you know sense on a lot of levels but also yes. autumn was the leader in mythic points yes up until that point so i thought oh maybe that is the standard that they're using moving forward but, but no, no it is not no. so uh, to answer that question they've got Justin Savich joining the mpl now too yeah. and watsi released a huge statement along with uh having these two people join the mpl yeah which is great. The huge statement being about yes. um, having a more pointed conversation and a um, mission to bring diversity to their pro representation. Yeah, they so. said um, that you know esports for as long as it's existed 
which however long that is, I don't know at this point, but hasn't been very kind to women. And so they're going to make an effort to push diversity and inclusion with the players they see representing them at a competitive stage. And for them, this this manifests in the inclusion of Jess here, I I would imagine. And two, that they're going to add 16 uh, what they call discretional discretional spots to the next Mythic Arena Championship, which is happening in June. So it's Mythic Championship 3, which is an arena championship. So not only will the MPL be competing in that, Plus, I think a couple of other people, like I think mm-hmm. Greg Orange was playing in this with his teammates yeah. coming up in June, who is the winner of uh, the 25th anniversary Pro Tour. Mm-hmm. Plus now these 16 additional slots. Very cool. Which is pretty neat. Yeah. And a lot of people online have been, you know, coming out of the woodwork, as you would imagine, yeah. about this upset that they think that this does not represent, you know, the hard work of, that the MPL should represent and the top players of the game and that sort of thing. Years of hard work, et cetera, et cetera. Emma Handy just responded and saying like, hey, we've got to we've got to really bang the drum about this. Like diversity inclusion is extremely, extremely important. And we need to get to a place where in magic this that we are in something that resembles a level (laughs) playing field. And the only way to do that that doesn't take 50 years. Yeah, maybe is by giving it a tiny bit of a push. Yeah. And or a big push. Get out there and push a lot. Yeah, and I just think it can only be a net positive, yes. right? Yes. For the game as a whole. Yes. For everybody who watches, for everybody who plays. Yeah. Making like, this- look, I'm sorry that 15 years ago, like, magic wasn't pushed to women and pushed to girls. So that now you have as many players. It was who specifically have been wasn't. Exactly. So that you now you don't have, you know, women who have been playing the game for 20 years there are those women out there but like not to the same extent that you have it with male players yeah which is just absurd yeah um so if you look at it like that it's like do you know what that's they created that problem you know the people of 15 years ago yes um created and this society problem. since the beginning yes. of time since the beginning of time and now 15 years later like yes you should be trying to put it to rights you know what we i all should be look at it like it's like Magic, competitive magic has a disease. Yeah. It's sick. Okay. And if we don't give it medicine, it's, it's going to not going to get it's better. It's not going to get better. It's going to no. get worse. It's going to fester and it might even die because it doesn't have the it support it needs. It might have gangrene. That's what it's like. Gangrene. Which is something that I was always scared of getting as a kid. <laughs> which, which is hilarious. I was scared of getting scurvy. Considering how difficult it is to get gangrene and how unlikely and contemporary How do you get America. gangrene? It's like you have to have an un... It's kind of like tetanus. You have to have a giant untreated wound. Oh, shoot. And I mean like a big one. And your arm gets chopped off or exactly. whatever. Exactly. I see. Yeah. Also unlikely to be able to get scurvy yes. if you have an orange around. Exactly. <laughs> Within 30, 30 miles probably. Yeah, exactly. You're going to be fine. Yeah. But that's, Point that's, is. that's how that's how I see it. I do see it as kind of like yeah. a skeleton of, of something with like skin and stuff hanging off the bones. That's maybe too dramatic, but I'm trying to give you a visual. And maybe you don't see it that way because you're an enfranchised player that's always been catered to like this. But this is what I see, okay? Right here. Megan's doing it. And we don't want magic to look like this, right? We want it to be a full, beautiful person with yes. with skin and teeth and hair. Yeah. God, this metaphor has gotten away from me. It now really it's horrifying. <laughs> It really has. But you but you know, that's what it should be. It should be a full Is that what experience. makes a full person to you? Skin t- <laughs> <laughs> that's all Not I need. Not like, to hear me out, a brain. <laughs> 
Oh yeah, that too. That's important. So this is like our argument to you for this. Um, and maybe a way to help you talk about it with your friends um, if you need to convince them. And it's not yeah. to say we don't feel for pro players or whatever who have been putting their heart and soul and everything into this game. Yeah. But, you know, as but far... also just thinking about, I don't know, people can be like, oh, I've been putting my heart and soul into this. But there was never an... I don't think there's yeah. ever a stated expectation that that would put you into this. No. And also, maybe they just don't consider how, it, how much there are... Like, I have known women who want to be that competitive but they don't see all of the obstacles like one that gets talked about a lot is just like oh you you go to a tournament and you're like looking for a room to share and it's just not easy yeah to find not. people to share rooms with yeah um as opposed to when it's just like three guys you don't know and you can be like yeah sure i'll crash with these like three dudes i don't yeah. know <laughs> like that's feasible in the world for some people and yeah. not for other people yeah so you don't see, you don't always see those things. So those I'm giving big props to Magic for this yeah. announcement and this decision, um, even if it is a little bit hard and there might be some growing pains here yeah. early on. It will only get us to a place that's amazing for the game as a whole, and in the end, that is which is yeah. the coast destination that they're that they're trying they're mm -hmm. aiming for, right? And thank goodness. So there you go. Um, anyway, I didn't mean for us to get on this tangent, yeah, but there it really was one, and it took a creepy turn to the. <laughs> again use the human body as a metaphor for anything no please don't <laughs> but know that my ideal mate is that's made of skin <laughs> teeth and hair and that's it i don't want anything else going on oh my god no, no internal bones. nightmare cut it like a fish <laughs> and oh. hung out to dry oh. <laughs> this is the creepiest thing i've ever said in my life. massively disturbing I'm crying <laughs> uh, but we are also going to talk about what happened last week on the mpl <laughs> yeah we are Thank goodness for that. So if you don't know, Meg and I are correspondents, and that means keeping track of our divisions in the MPL. Yes. I'm in charge of the Ruby division. W yeah. Megan Which, is Sapphire. You're the popular kid. I've got the pop. I'm the cool kids table. You are the cool kids table. <laughs> it's true. I've got, you know, like Reed Duke, William yeah. Duke Jensen's on my, on my table. It's, yeah. a, it's it's where the cool kids are at. You, yeah. My table is also great. Yeah. You do have a great table. slightly weirder. <laughs> but maybe that's just about right for you. Yeah. It, honestly... <laughs> Probably is. <laughs> I've never been at the popular kids table though, so I do feel like a, uh, like a poser a little bit. But I'll pretend for the yeah. next couple of weeks. But what that means is we watch through all the matches and we choose mm -hmm. what stuff we're going to show on the MPL Weekly Show, which mm -hmm. happens every Saturday um, during the splits on at 12 p.m. Pacific time, Twitch.tv/Magic, and we get a close look at what the players are playing. Yeah. So what was your takeaway from week one oh, of the MPL? Playing mono red. Mono red. I only and had one person, but I had three. Three. Oof. Yeah, and uh, no, wait, no, only two. I take it back. I had two on mono red and three on mono white. Oh yeah, mono white. It was just still around. It was an aggro mess. I had one. Well, it was called Rakdos aggro. I'm going to put this in big quotation marks because okay. it was basically mono red. Yeah, and also Azorius. I had a lot of Azorius aggro in mine. Yeah. One of mine was technically Azorius aggro. But it's basically mono-white. Mono uh, yeah. This one had two Teferi time ravelers in it. I do I do have to say, I, I'm a fan, of course, of mono-white. But yeah. Teferi in that deck seems really sweet. Yeah. Bounce stuff back. Get your tempo advantage. Draw cool. cards. Yeah. Like, they can't cast instants on your turn. Yeah. Like, 
what more cool. do you want for an aggro deck? Yeah. I don't honestly know. Um, I also, there was a, there was a cool Esper midrange deck. Yeah. Which is, um, what Piotr Glugowski played. And it was, it was hilarious because I was looking at it and I was like, oh, you would never want to play this in best of one because he lost every game one. Oh, did he really? But he, he went 2-0 because he won great. games two and three. Excellent. Every time. It was great. What did it have in it? Um, it had, so the cool, the cool cards. The cool kids cards. Um, it also had Teferi Time Raveler, um, but it had a finale, a finale of Devastation, Devastation <clears throat> which is the black one. Yeah. Which there was a really cool play Whew. where he was playing against Andrea Mangucci, who was on Mono White. And he was like, it was two awesome plays in a row because there was one where he had to like, he hostage takered his own deputy of detention so wow. that he could recast it and like nice. nab all of these tokens. Nice. It was very cool. And that allowed him to survive one more turn and then cast this finale of devastation. And just flood the board with everything just, ever. He, it was for 11. So it <laughs> killed all of Andrea's creatures and then put them all on his side of the battlefield. Wow. That's it great. Was incredible. That's great. That one was very cool. And then there was also, so there were like three mono white, two mono red, that Esper mid range, um, an Esper control, and a Sultai mid range. People have been trying to make Esper mid range, my hand is raised, work for a long time. Yeah. Do you think it's actually going to stick around? I mean, this, it certainly looked, that being said, like, um, Klugowski is obviously like an incredible player. Yeah. He's very good. Um, he made some very good plays. Uh, but he beat both an aggro deck and a control deck, wow. which is like where you want to be. Yeah, like absolutely. If you're able to do that. Then you're gold. Yeah. I mean, you're probably mythic. But. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Arena checks. My favorite deck in my in my split or my division rather was uh, Ken Yuki Heroes Bant Creatures deck, yeah, which was using using Vivian Champion of the Wilds, which was pretty sick. I've played against this a couple of times online it's now. So fun, and I forget that it gives their creatures yes. flash. Flash. Oh, flash! There are so many times I just like ran a creature into something because I, I mean, it only happened once, and then you really remember. Uh, then you remember. Oh but, yes. But it only takes one time for them to cast something with flash, and you're like. That was bad. I mean, I saw it in action versus like uh, all of these thought erasures, you know, Ugh. and it was just like, what are you taking from my hand? Oh, the answer is nothing. <laughs> Flashed it in. Yeah, it seems super cool versus control. So yeah. I really, I really dug that. And it was playing Huatli's Raptor of all cards ever. Of all cards. Because you can pro proliferate with it. So yeah. you can get that Vivian back up, you know, because she doesn't have a plus, mm -hmm. which is pretty interesting. She doesn't? She's just, she's just a minus. She has a plus. What's her plus? Her oh, plus yeah, 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 you're right. Gives, gets vigilance. vigilance and reach or yeah. whatever it's irrelevant you never do it unless you're just trying to get her back up so you can minus yeah, exactly. her again um but that that deck was sweet so that yeah. was my personal favorite very cool so i'm looking for some new fun stuff to do on arena in yeah. standard i half built a bunch of decks because i don't want to commit same. until i same, know same same that i want to use my rares and wilds on them but I'm, I'm trying to think of what we played last week. We played a little bit of standard. Okay. I want to say that I did play an Esper mid-range deck, but it wasn't main deck like the one that um that was in my in my division. Okay. Uh I did put I put in just some random cards. 
like a Kefnet. Great. Get in yeah. there, Kefnet. You're there, Kefnet. stupid good. Why not? Yeah, exactly. I made a gruel. I think I have a gruel complete, and then I have a Naya and a Bant creatures deck. So both oh. like random creature Classic decks. Classic Maria. But I also I'm really curious to see if Mardu Agro or Rakdos Agro is still a thing in the Aristocrats yeah. kind of version of the deck because you've got some new a spicy new two drop, and you've also got Soren question mark. I don't know if you want that in there or not, but um. Uh, yeah, I may, I'm almost, I'm close to pulling the trigger on Black White Knights. Oh, which has uses a new Gideon. Interesting. Yes, I've managed to like open two copies of the new Gideon, so I've also just been oh, putting great. him in whatever. Yeah, deck. just get in. You're like, all right, sure, let's see how good you are. <laughs> pretty good, probably. Yeah, the answer is pretty good. But if you have a sweet arena deck list that you want to share with us, you can tweet at us at uh, GLHF Magic, and mm-hmm. we'll take a peek at it. See yeah. if we want to, you know, like you know, pull the trigger and spend those rares. We've been talking about draft and standard. You can watch us play these on our Twitch stream. Yes. Twitch.tv slash GLHF magic Tuesday through Thursday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Central. Yeah, it's awesome. Some people were asking, when do you stream? That's when. That's when. So, you know, you can hit, you can follow us. You can go there and follow us now, even though we're not yeah. live and sign up for notifications and you'll know when we are live. And then you can come watch these decks. Yeah. And be like, what is good? We'll what tell busted you. rares will you open in draft? What Karn deck will you try to make work in draft? And lose and spectacularly well. Have it just be a complete trash pile. I'm just That's saying, it's bad. Yeah, it's very bad. <laughs> <laughs> people it's time to thank ultra pro for being awesome sponsors of our ultra show that's right we have here a pack of relic tokens yeah. that maria is going to crack i'm so excited um, relic tokens being among the many cool things that ultra pro makes which include like mm. dice heavy metal dice deck boxes it's a bird number one we got is a bird oh, cute it's very cute Number two, pirate. Ooh. Okay, so if you're a Vraska player, you might need one of these. And our foil is a vampire. Oh, classic Ixalan vampire. Ooh, that's cool. Yeah. So these are awesome because you can use them for tokens. You can change yeah. their power and toughness. You can t- change how many of them you have. Yeah, like up in the upper yeah. right-hand corner, you can change or that. how many times you've cast your commander. Yes, they have an, that up here. a new edition of these relic tokens, which are like legendary creatures and stuff. Yeah. So you can get your commanders as these, which is pretty neat. This is this is a 6-1 menace. That feels wrong. A 6-1 menace? <laughs> I'm just saying. How did that happen? This we, menacing pirate. We'll never know. We'll never know. But yeah, you can get cool stuff from Ultra Pro, including these relic tokens, which are super yeah. collectible. And you can also get really sweet playmats with new art from War of the Spark. You can get Seb McKinnon's mm-hmm. uh, playmat, which is Return to Unto uh, Evil. Yes. Which is beautiful. Deliver Unto Evil. Deliver Unto Evil. So cool. Yeah. So Ultra Pro is just like awesome stuff yep. for you in the game think about it This week's episode. Wow, it happened. It sure did. And if you can't get enough of us, go over to the upkeep. Make sure to listen to that because yeah. there was if some you news we know dealt with. More, but... uh, more about the magic news that happened this week. Yeah. That's the place to find it. Yeah. And every week, because that comes out every week, whether it's a big news week or a little news week. Yeah, always the upkeep, all the news you need in 10 minutes or less. Available anywhere you need to find podcasts. Also on our website, goodluckhigh5.com. Yeah. And on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash goodluckhigh5, which you should go sub. Turn on the little bell for notifications from us yeah. because we only post gold. And if there. you like playing other board games, yes. 
You can also check out our board games review channel, which recently, uh, some of the recent ones have been Dice Throne, yeah. which we really I enjoyed. I love D- Dice Throne. We played it head to head. Um, I've talked to some people who have played it like teams or melee. Oh, cool. Who said that it was a really good time. Oh, that's super awesome. enjoyed it. And then also uh, Aeons and Legacy. Yes. Uh, was a recent review. So if you're ever looking for other stuff to play in your non-magicking time... Head on over there. Yeah. YouTube.com slash GLHF board games is where to go for that. How about it? How about it? We've got a Facebook group. We've got an Instagram slash GLHF magic. Uh, we've got a Twitter. Yeah. All of them. You can find them all. Every, find them we're all. everywhere online. Exactly. The internet is is a nightmare playground and we're all over those monkey <laughs> and bars. And you can consider us on the monkey bars. Um. <laughs> Thanks to everyone who's a patron of the show. Um, as well as to our sponsors, Card Kingdom and Ultra Pro. Really, yeah. all of you are magnificent, and thank you so much. Please take a minute to become a patron after the show ends, if you haven't already. If you're just sitting That's there right. by your computer, blink, it'll only take a minute. And, yeah. uh, you know, it is very hot in this office. It is, so we're going to go open the window. <laughs> That's all there is to it. <laughs>